Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. We've got some brand new content coming up for you next week. But in the meantime, enjoy these classic segments from Junto Show's past. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance. I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of The Venture Out, the best way to get your morning started. Find me at The Venture Out. Mm. And I'm Bo, just some random guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who is this who guy? Is this I, found this guy? guy? I found him at a, at a Wawa. Yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, I, was actually, I was actually begging him for change, <laughs> but I still let him come over. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for those uh, that summer deal for sandwiches. That's all I'm waiting on. Actually, I, I get Wawa uh, ice cream shakes all the time, like really, like, really bad for me. Delicious, though. Anyway, the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. Mm-hmm. So, Bo, what's on your mind, buddy? Uh, well, so we were talking about the nightly news and um, <laughs> and how me and Johnny, I guess, both listen to or watch. Or I, I watch the nightly news. I, guess I listen. listen. Like on listen TV? To, yeah. Oh, man, I can't take news at one time speed. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, so... You know when I watched, so I watch NBC Nightly News uh, with with Lester Holt, and every time I watch it, about halfway through it, I sit there and think, and I go, "Man, I feel like I should be like sixty five with my AARP card <laughs> listening to this," because you know you listen to it and it's stuff you've already read throughout the day. You're not getting anything new, and yeah. throughout the breaks, all it is is you know. Pain kill, painkillers, and and medicine, and, and old old people stuff. Prostate inflamed. Yes, <laughs> <They> try new <laughs> prostate prostate again. <laughs> prostate. Yeah, so. so, so why do you listen to it? Um, I don't know. It's uh, I guess maybe it's now a, that's it curiosity just, or just or force of habit. It's probably because it's um, or is it Lester Holt and his soothing voice? I would say it's dreamy eyes. Yeah, it, it's it's mm. probably that's around my dinner time. You know, so I'm sitting there eating, and then I finish, and I'm like, oh, let me just sit here for a couple minutes, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe let me see if there's something new that I didn't catch. Mm-hmm. And usually, no, no, never. Uh, I think that's probably good then. Yeah, I mean, so that's I mean, good. That's a waste of time. Yeah, no, that's, that I, I, that. that's what I do. That, and I'm like, I'm like, I read the other story this morning, and yeah. this one too. You know, yeah. and then they have they always end yeah. on like a happy note or something like that. Oh, the happy note's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you did know something. Uh, I don't not sad necessarily, but something more gritty. Yeah, there you go. Gritty is the exact right word. Yeah, not necessarily sad, but you need to get real. You know something real? What real in the evening or in the? They're morning? like, and and now we'll leave you. In Baltimore, five prostitutes were shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? and uh, you know so. Yeah, that's how I like it. Real and gritty. Yeah, put the kittens in the middle, and then do uh, something on Dar Four at yeah. the end, and there you go. Something so, so you, you're thinking before you go to bed. <laughs> nightmares. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But the world's a nightmare, and you should know that. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of. We're going to get into hot take news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Hey, okay. All right, so uh, let's see what have we got here. Oh, okay, first uh, order of business here. <clears throat> uh, lawmakers are spending millions of dollars on surveillance in schools including facial recognition technology, license plate readers, and uh, gate recognition technology, and the like. And what's it for? Gate recognition. Have you heard of this? Yeah, that's where uh, you get to see what type of fences people have. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most creepy of the like the uh, the AI, like um, 
the surveillance technologies, whatever. It's like a camera can tell who you are by the way you walk. I have a very distinct swagger. I feel like <laughs> n- nobody does. I feel like if, of all the things we try to like monitor somebody and then identify them by the way, not not like their legs width or whatever, but like the way they walk. But apparently that's the thing. Um, this is in this is as a uh, in efforts to keep schools safe. Yeah. You know, and in the uh, wake of all the crazy so yeah, things. how does that keep us safe or kids safe by it, knowing the the walk of the ever vigilant eye of the big brother will keep you safe. Yeah, so the way they're trying to sell it is that they'll bump the facial recognition technology, you know, some some weirdo comes on campus and he's been scanned before somewhere and then uh the scanners on school will catch him and say, "Oh no, this guy's popping up as uh, somebody who shouldn't be at school." Come yeah. on. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, I'm waiting so, for so, like, so we uh, have some sort of like awesome database that's so comprehensive that has everybody's well, that's what I mean. They're getting there. Casinos have that stuff, right? Yeah. Now, I mean, so like, well, Johnny's coming at it from I, I think an interesting way. It's not. I'm not concerned that it's not effective. I think it is effective. I think it's too effective, and that the database of people's faces is way too big, and they're doing too much. I'm just more concerned about really. Yeah, but so, see, so, I, I so, read about this crap all day, though. So you're telling me there's going to be a day that comes where there's going to be a court trial going on, and we're going to ask the um, the accused to take a walk. Like oh there you go you can clearly see from that person's walk that it matches the culprit of whoever committed this crime yeah well I, I something think, like that yeah I think they would actually probably be like and this is the video surveillance because you're caught on camera right when doing and then walk, right? yeah then they asked me to walk I'm just gonna walk differently I hit him yeah. with the Kaiser Jose yeah <laughs> walk with a different limp or something yeah they say they say I don't know exactly but they say it works so go figure uh, also in related news uh. <laughs> Teacher salaries are increasingly low and school supplies are lacking for lack of funds. Okay. <laughs> Is that news? I'm just saying. they got Unfortunately. All this, I'm, like, I'm seeing they're spending millions and millions of dollars on all this crap. You know, which, I mean, I'm all for school safety, but it seems like you, you find the money to buy this camera. Let's not, prioritize our resources. Yeah, I think I think you do a lot. Take the better step to making school safer is to, like, show them that they're valued and give them, like, school counselors and, and put more resources into the school. More donuts. Yeah. Donuts. Boom. Donuts. That's for the school resource office. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let me see. Blah, blah, blah. Let me do that here. Uh, here here's one for uh, for you for you both. Okay. China's social credit system is blocking people with demerits from using public transportation. I think that, you know, it's uh, so I I like sci-fi books, and there's a part of me that's like I should be afraid of this, but it's like sci-fi for real. You know? Yeah, this is, this is literally an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So explain that in a little more detail, please. So uh, China is. See, here's, go. here's the headline. Chinese citizens with bad social credit to be blocked from taking planes and trains. China's terrifying social credit system. What's social credit? They basically have this giant database of yeah. everything that you've ever done in life. And uh, you get like a score based on how good of a citizen you are. Yeah. Too many <laughs> too many unlikes. And, uh, really? Yeah. This yeah. is the likes and uh, dislikes on Facebook. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, so the social credit system is designed to place various hardships on citizens who've committed one of a variety of violations. Like spreading false information about terrorism or refusing to pay a debt. <laughs> it could be like whatever. You get caught. Uh, I mean, they've got uh, cameras and videos all over the place. You talk bad about the president over there, get a little demerit next time you're trying to catch an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It runs over your feet instead of picking you up. Yeah, I will say, well, Uber's not big over in China. Uh, they tried, but it's, it's not. Uh, I think it's, I forget uh, what the service is. But uh, if there's any more reason to know that China is just a dystopian future. That is occurring right now. It is these kind of stories. 
Yeah. This is why when so, I do bring the hot take news. I'm trying and, to put this on you guys' radar. And let me play devil's advocate. Why is it so bad here? We're they're it's just like the taxes, and we're in, we're they're trying to incentivize the behaviors they want their citizens to have. Yeah, that is exactly the bad thing <laughs> because one, it's they're we do that over here. Well, so on, we pop, want you to buy houses, so we'll give you a uh, you know a deductible on, on your on. Um, yeah, on housing interest. So yeah, I would say it's probably we do the same exact thing here. Different no, it's degree, exact, it's not the exact same thing. <laughs> now I'm pro- talking about ins- government incentivizing the behavior of their citizens. That's the same exact thing. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's yeah, too but far like, from but like, like having murder- good credit score or something like that. But, yeah, but murdering people who who uh, steal candy bars is one way of deterring people from doing one behavior that the government thinks is bad, and also like slapping them on the wrist is another way of doing it. There's there's levels to this. And I totally agree. There are levels to this, and where we draw the line is very interesting. Yeah, but I'm sure there's stuff we do here that, in a more of an unbiased look at you, like really, that's what we're incentivized. That's what we're going to try to get our citizens to do or not do. Yeah, our country's crazy. Like, uh, there's like five countries in the world that have the death penalty. <laughs> it's like us, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and like uh, I don't know, some other like Iran or something like that. Uh, I don't know, man. This is it's not good. So part of me does think that this is kind of basically just like a credit score that we have here, which basically affect. I mean, you can't get an apartment if you got a bad credit score. What's wrong with that? Uh, I think it's you know yada 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 discrimination or whatever. But at the same time, we do it here and there. But at the same time, there one there that whole system is run by like one basically one dude, that, mm-hmm. a Xi Jinping guy, and then he's a uh, he just declared himself a dictator mm-hmm. for life. Yep. And then we've all I, I bring stories every week about how China's doing one more thing that is overstepping the lines, like when they they ban hip hop, dude. Why and why do you keep bringing this stuff up? Because we're losing like three billion potential listeners to this show. <laughs> he, they every pro- time you bring this up, we're losing listeners over there. Well, yeah. One one you probably can't even download American podcasts in China, which is one of the things that I'm trying to bring. I've been to. smuggling it over there. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't use Google over there. I remember that. Yeah, you could. I had to use Bing. <laughs> of all, I mean, that's really why it's a dystopian future. <laughs> Did you ever use MapQuest? <laughs> In Carta? No, but I, you know, I Jeeves? think when I forget what the, the big social uh, is, they don't have Facebook over there. They have something like uh, Dial Up, Weimu, or something. Weimu. Well, good luck to all those uh, other people in China. We, we can keep our eyes out because one, once they perfect that technology over there. It's going to keep its way over here, and that's where they get you. Hey, they are a growing economy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're doing good over there, but, you know, that is how they get you. Okay, so there was a... Uh, I feel yeah. like that should be your tagline. That's how they get you. I know, I say that all the time. <laughs> 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 At the end of most things, that's how you get you. Well, I mean, it is, in fact, how they get you. <laughs> okay, so NASA uh, did a study. They've got two identical twins who are astronauts. Okay. So the study was basically that they were going to uh, do a bunch of tests on them to get a baseline. Want to leave one on Earth and then send one to the space station for a year. Okay. And then uh, the guy got back from the space station a while back, and then now the results are out on the study. And there was a report that said that, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm end that quote. Well, the saga began last week with the Newsweek story covering a January NASA press release with the following paragraph. Quote, another interesting finding concerning concerned what some call the space gene, which was alluded to in 2017. Researchers now know that 93% of Scott's, that's the guy that went to space, 93% of Scott's genes return to normal after landing. However, the remaining 7% of his genes point to possible longer-term changes to his immune system. DNA repair, bone formation networks, hypoxia, and hypercapnia. So he's a mutant. 
That's basically what the article have you have you think. Seven percent towards like, immune. Now he's a seventy year old man. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> probably around there too. But like, but it's so the, the art. So I, I, a lot of my cousins and like my friends or whatever, like, oh man, you hear about the astronaut? Uh, this, he came back seven percent different in his DNA, and I was like, seven percent difference. Like, I've seen I've seen the movie Venom. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Venom. That yeah. was a. Uh, the symbiote so, came back from that. Yeah, the space thing, right? Yeah. Well, in one ver- in the cartoon, it did. I think in the actual comics, Venom came from uh, Battle World, but it's neither here nor there. Yeah, but uh, basically, that's uh, all wrong and uh, poorly worded and whatnot. So, what what really did happen is that not his genes changed. Yes, but not he, they didn't flip from one gene to another type of gene. The so way he, th- so he was wearing Levi's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he switched over to Arizona's. Ah, uh, yes, mm-hmm. with this, with the three percent elastic. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, the way his genes are expressed changed. So it's like a the analogy that the the article said was basically like you were wearing Daisy Dukes, <laughs> <laughs> but now you're wearing skinny jeans. Skinny Try jeans. to be a hipster. Let's, yeah. keep this, let's keep this going. <laughs> we're really informing our listeners. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> No, but the way his genes express change. So it's like, think, imagine your your genes is like a pages one page on a book, okay. and certain uh and certain genes are expressed and certain ones aren't. Uh, so imagine certain words on the on the book are like blacked out with a with a marker, like redacted. Okay. The, when the guy came back, certain words were like unredacted, and some or different words were redacted. So you've got the same words on the page as when you went up, just some words are not being able to see. They said it's the same way as like a. A person when you yourself versus yourself like climbing a mountain, like things about your DNA will change and different things will be expressed that aren't there or whatever. So it's basically like things will change based on extreme conditions. And this guy's not a mutant. That NASA is revealing. Yeah, <laughs> you guys like shooting lasers out of his eyeballs now. <laughs> I mean while wearing jeans. <laughs> while wearing jeans. No, that's like the X Men movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't go full leather, they just put uh <laughs> put Wolverine in dungarees. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I, I talk about it in the pop culture, but uh, this pictures are out from uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. Have you seen them? I've seen a few. Yeah, it's been released for a few weeks now. Yeah, uh, it looks terrible. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, it does look terrible. We should say it for pop culture, the Shazam. Oh yeah, it looks terrible too. Oh, it looks horrible, <laughs> horrible. But we'll talk more later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DC, get it together. Uh, great video games, amazing video games, uh, movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, then we did. Oh, um, I didn't read the article on this one, but um, IKEA is announcing that they are going to be introducing new dishes. And you know how IKEA's got the little restaurant in their stores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, their new dishes are going to include mealworm meat- meatballs. Okay, I'd try that. Would you really? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Johnny, would you eat mealworm like ten uh, percent mealworm? You talking about changing uh, the world for the better? That's where you start, right? I mean, I, that's why I bring it up because I've been seeing increasingly the. Uh, different little things here and there saying that like the next sustainable meat source is going to either be plant-based or insect-based or lab-grown meat or something like that. Yeah, that lab meat. I'm, I'm all about the lab meat. I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course I would because a lot of people call me a uh, Bear Grylls lookalike. So. And it's, that's true. Johnny is very rugged. Yeah. I look at Johnny and I say to myself, man, I bet that guy eats gross. <laughs> <laughs> now you think... Uh, more like, like Timon. <laughs> you think people classically ate Mealworms. That's when they call them mealworms. Because <laughs> why do they call them? Me- oh, like corn meal. Well, it's still food, though. Yeah. Uh, yes. It was a staple not- back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That were- word kept on going into <laughs> our language today. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, you ready for meal?" Like, oh, okay. Was it worms again? Yeah, yeah, it's a mealworm. It's a mealworm. <laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, though, I mean it's right in the name. Who's going to argue with that? Okay. It's science. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's see what I'm looking there. What else we talk about? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, oh, this was interesting. This is probably my last little thing here. Uh, artificial intelligence, uh, AI fakes are coming. So it's, it's a new method of creating photorealistic images and eventually video is being refined. So basically, oh, yeah, I've seen a little, some of this stuff. It is phenomenal. Yeah, well, it's it's high quality, yes, but I think it's like bad for society. There's going to be a point in time where you're going to like be watching TV and you won't be able to tell if it's like the the legit image you're seeing or a computer generated exact 100% to the human eye unrecognizable as like being fake thing. It said uh the new the new technology what it does is it's like two artificial intelligences fighting. One artificial intelligence is making the digital image of like a, a computer generated face and the other one is like a a program that recognizes if a face is fake or real. And then, so the the one program's like, I'm done making this face. And the other program's like, nope, I can tell you it's fake. And then it keeps, then it starts going again and it refines it more. And then it makes it to a point where you can't see it. You can't tell. I saw some of these things. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Hello, Skynet. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's all coming. Yeah. And this is the Admin Conspiracy th- uh, Theory Corner with Lance. <laughs> yeah. That's how they get you. <laughs> and that's how they That's how they will get you. <laughs> it says uh, one AI, uh, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, that's it. Look out. That's a the Nvidia company that uh, I think they make computer components or whatever. That's like their thing. They're working on that now, like GPUs and whatever. Yeah, and uh, and that's how they get you. That's <laughs> so, we'll be, so. I got one more. Oh yeah, yeah. Another Johnny's bringing something to the news. Okay. What you got, buddy? Oh, why not? Headline is a Chinese space lab is going to fall to Earth, and nobody knows where it will land. Yeah. Oh hey, this is a uh, we talked about we this. About this. I, I like bringing stuff back. Okay. Yeah. When's it going to fall? Nobody knows. Nobody knows where it is. Oh, you can't not know both. You're, I need to know either when it's going. I guess if you well, know. They, but you I don't know. The Chinese keep all this stuff secret, you know? I see. We were just talking about that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I thought they were tracking it, and there's like a like three-week window where it could go into the atmosphere or something like that. Uh, why are those three weeks like three weeks from now or like in 2025? No, I mean like 2025, you have a three-week window, so you don't know where it's going to land. Not 2025. No, yeah. no, it's coming soon, man. Well, no, but I'm just saying it's not three weeks from today. It's this year. Yeah, but... Okay. I, well, I'm just trying to get a feel for like, right. is, is it soon or is it like it's something I need to worry about you know, like after the nuclear apocalypse? Well, uh, next headline, Oregon in path of Chinese space station on collision course with Earth. Oregon. So if you're in Oregon, get out of there. Oh, man, for our, it's our gonna fan. It's going to be Oregon. <laughs> oh. That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's no, it's going to be on April 1st, plus or minus four days. Uh, man, see, they don't happen on April first, right? Because <laughs> like nobody's gonna believe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Ch- Chinese media right coming to your house, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one more story. I don't want to read it though. I'll save it for next week, Joe. All right. For all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll be right back uh, after this. Well, that's how they get you. <laughs> So, uh, so John, you just took a trip. I did. Any fun things to report off the trip? Oh, it was a fantastic trip, man. Uh, drove up to North Carolina with a buddy uh, to visit his parents and spent a couple of days there. Um, we did some running in the morning on the hills. I live in Florida. We live in Florida, so we have no hills here. Yeah, none. Yeah, but running around up there just two miles. Oh, man, my calves are still shot right now. Oh, so up a hill, do you, do you have hill, any idea how hill. much um, elevation? Uh, not too much up and down, but for me, the weakling that I am, it was pretty rough. <laughs> was the person you ran with just fine? Yeah, yeah he was just fine. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's just, that guy's in super shape. He's a yeah, mini Tom Cruise, yep. which is 
funny because Tom Cruise is mini Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Micro Tom Cruise. <laughs> My sister used to be like a uh, Olympic level track runner. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a hair away from the Olympics. So like I would train with her here and there just like when I was hanging out with her. Yeah. And she would run up and down hills. They were little hills in Michigan. And uh, <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. And and you all know about the concept of white parents, right? No comment. <laughs> well, I don't want my old tweets to come up. <laughs> right. What about what about this concept? Well, white parents are the best. They're so <laughs> caring. They're like your best friends. They talk to you, all this stuff. So yeah, while up there, um, our friends' uh, parents amazing. They're like, I'm just hanging out, playing with um, my my friend's kid, just playing some DC card games, and the mom's up there cooking up a storm. Like uh, she she made uh, paella. Oh, like wow. a very complicated Pompeii dish. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a very complicated dish. It's making it all up. She sets the table for outdoors. We're going to sit outside to eat on the patio deck. Um, I was like, all right, dinner's ready. Walk out there. Everything's all set, ready to go. Got a glass of wine. Hmm. Um, eat. And then she just like, clears it all off. You drink with your parents, Johnny? I, I, I do. You drink with yeah. your parents, Bo? Do I what? Do you drink with your parents? I have, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. So, but anyways, the point being, they're just so nice. Is that your experience with white people, Bo? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess so. Uh, I, I mean, I go home and, you know, my parents will cook cook dinner and then I'll eat. And, and, and they talk to you as if they're your best friend and you just uh, exchange stories? Yeah, we just exchange stories. You're right, right. Yeah. But they don't command you to go cut the grass like my parents, right? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think I'll talk to my parents. I think uh, I think that might be you, Johnny. Poor guy. <laughs> But I tell you, I did. I did have to make a. Uh, I did make a conscious effort around about the time I turned maybe twenty four, to start talking to my aunties, uncles, and parents and grandparents more like on their level, ish. Mm. So instead of kind of just like you know, I don't know, getting my, my cheeks pinched and running off to do stuff, I started like kind of inquiring about their actual lives mm. and stuff like that. And uh, fascinating stuff. Probably doesn't help. I still sit at the kids' table in. <laughs> I get away from the car table, buddy. Mm. All right, so that's enough of your life. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kick things off with our first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, so have you guys uh, seen this thing that's going around, the, the 3D printed guns? Yep. Uh, how concerned should we be about this? What are you guys' thoughts on the 3D printed guns? Mm, the liber- my, liberator. Mildly concerned, but I've also seen where you can make a shotgun with just the pipes from Lowe's. So. Yeah, like I was super. So, so Johnny, what you, you know, think? I don't know what to think about. It's like you can you can just go to Lowe's and buy some pipes and put some shotgun shells in it and then make a shotgun that way. Potato gun. Yeah, potato gun. Like we want to make those illegal. Yeah, but I mean, if you shoot like not unless you have a the, the, what I've seen is people do three D printing guns, but they still have to buy the barrel because you're not going to shoot a bullet through. I think plastic. you do. I think you can. Well, the gun's not going to last very long. That's fine. You only need one shot, buddy. You know yeah. what you're doing. I mean, I guess so, yeah. I'm about uh, three times more worried than what Bo stated there. Oh, yeah. you're really worried about this? No, it's just three times whatever Bo's are worried about. Okay. That, that's fairly worried, I'd say. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 more compact when you print these things out than a yeah. pipe. I don't think Lowe's. it's more compact. Well, it's more, it's, yeah, it's I would say a, yeah, a pistol is more compact than a shotgun. Yeah, definitely. so I think you can hide it easier. It's all plastic. You can get it through the metal detectors and so forth. Um, so, yeah, it's a little scary. But at the same time, who has 3D printers? Nerds. Nah, nah. And there's. And people that want it. So, like, I think, th- I thought about this for a while, and I was I was kind of worried about it. And I was like, oh, man, this is not good. But I was like. It's well, out there anyways. There's so many yeah. random. Yeah death machines you can make with household stuff and 
And then I was like, and if you really did want to make it illegal, like where is where actually is the line? Like I'm as anti-gun as the next guy, as more than the next guy for sure. But I'm like, once you're saying you can't make 3D print a gun or whatever, then are potato guns illegal? Like where right. do we, where do we want to draw yeah. the line? Well, I don't think know. potato guns are actually legal. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. But I don't. Okay, but like they're fun, right? I don't want. Yeah, I don't I think don't, any cops gonna be like, but can't take you to jail for potato guns. Yeah, going on YouTube and like tracking these people down for sh- for shooting the potato guns or whatever. Mm, you want yeah, to and, and I think it's county by county, you know. Yeah, so it you almost want the news not to make it a big deal because just just let it get out there and it won't be much noise. But the more you hear about it, it's like, ooh, what's this thing? Ooh, what's that thing? Nah, see, I'm I'm very anti anti ignorance. <laughs> Like, you gotta you gotta know what's going on in the country. But that said, though, I am paranoid yeah. and I am worried about everything. No, do. you don't say. Yeah, no, it's crazy. So, mm, okay, so let's. Uh, I think this is maybe a three out of ten on the worry scale. <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm out the three and a half. You three and a half? I'm three times you. Hey, okay, dude, well then, yeah. I'm over ten. I'm I'm <laughs> hair on fire right now, then, Brian. Well, you should do calm down, Bo. Right, we call that the Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, next topic. Uh, Maria Botina, the woman who worked with Russia to influence the NRA okay. in the ongoing saga of everything is crazy and everything is horrible. Yep. We have uh, Maria Botina. I wish you got indicted by the Mueller people. Is that what happened? Oh, didn't they, they arrested her. Yeah. Yeah, they arrested her. I don't think it had anything to do with Mueller, though. Really? I don't it's think just so. A regular, regular, what's the crime then? Uh, she's the, so from some backstory, she's a Russian-born woman, uh, pretty much a spy, I think. We can safely say she's a spy. And the founder of board member of the right to bear arms. That's mm-hmm. B E A R. Little Russian humor there. <laughs> wink, wink, comrade. Uh, the charges against Maria Butina include allegations of transactional sex between herself and various American persons, with the end goal, well, a secondary end goal, of at least on her end, involving her <laughs> rear end, <laughs> at least on her end, involving her rear end of advancing Russian interests. On at least one occasion, Bettina offered an individual other than U.S. Person 1, who is some guy, sex in exchange for a position within a special interest organization. So the whole thing <laughs> is fake on its surface because like Vladimir Putin's not like going to let there be a Russian gun movement. Like He would shut that down so quick. So you should know on its surface that this is some type of scam to, to basically trick American conservatives into thinking that there's an interest <laughs> between the Russians. And uh, and in themselves because like Putin's not going to be down for a gun movement over there. He would he would shut that down Negan style. What would the what's the gun movement that he'd be worried about? People having guns, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't think a dictator wants an armed uh, populace, which is a common right wing talking point. Pretty which, low, pretty low yeah. on Putin's list of things you'll worry about. Probably probably like a point five because he's already shut it down. <laughs> I think I think yeah. if it, if it started to be a real thing where like yeah. the populace got armed, because he's in a situation where I mean, most of us have guns already. So in America, though, yeah. Yeah, not in Russia. Yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah, but yeah. that said, though, Sorry. so this is the thing I I have looked into or tried to look into, because I heard Russia has a super duper low like a uh, gun ownership rate, but a uh-huh. higher murder rate than America. Mm. So I was like, how's that even possible? Because I I personally am of the mind that part of the reason America's so crazy is that everybody has guns. Yeah, because you're shooting people instead of fighting people. But in Russia, yeah, if, still, you own, if you own a gun in Russia, then you're 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 really gonna use it. I don't think it's even on people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. But so the thing that kind of made me. That put a little a small wrench in, in that thought of mine was that Russia has got a higher murder rate but like less mm-hmm. guns and I was like well what's going on over there and I couldn't figure it out the, the joke behind this whole thing though that I heard that's why I included it was imagine if you're uh, if you're um, this this chick right the Maria Butina Maria Butina and your job is to go give sexual favors to get um, you know some um, stuff going on right that sounds like standard spy stuff right? yeah honey pie right. so you're out there trying to flirt with some Americans 
right? You go back home and you're just waiting for that text message, right? Like, I mean, it's already, already nerve wracking enough when you're just a normal girl waiting for some guy to text you back. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now here she is. She always text me back quick. <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing wrong. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and here she is waiting for a text back, and the whole Russian government is like over her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you better get that text. <laughs> Did you offer pay for your own dinner? On first date is standard in America. <laughs> they like uh, make think uh, equal equal parties. <laughs> nah. uh, okay, well, that's crazy. Uh, also, that whole thing, there's a whole bunch of shady stuff behind it. Like the NRA tripled its uh, donations in the last election cycle. It's so foreign money getting funneled into it. There's a big leadership shakeup in the NRA uh, based on. I think they're going to go bankrupt soon, aren't they? That's what they said. I don't believe that. Koch brothers or somebody, some some rich millionaire uh, just want to donate some money to them. That's it, though. If they go out of business, fine by me. Screw those. <laughs> All right. Uh, next topic. Mm. Oh, so there was a study done by a conservative uh, group that said that Medicare for all, uh, the single payer health care system oh, yeah, that's being proposed stuff. in America, <laughs> would cost some crazy number of trillions of dollars or whatever. Yep. But that, and that's what their headline was. But the thing that you really got to look into is that healthcare overall costs that same number of trillions of dollars, but less. So, that, so they were saying they were just trying to give you sticker shock by saying, you know, paying for everybody's healthcare, the government paying for everybody's healthcare would cost trillions of dollars, mm. but it would actually save trillions of dollars as well. It's just that healthcare is expensive, and it's a more efficient way of doing it that way. So, uh, you, can, you feel free to support Medicare for all now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to add that to the show notes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's in there. Yeah. Uh, so, so every time you say trillion now, I think in terms of Apple. Oh yeah. Oh. So, so healthcare is how many Apple companies worth? I think it. Was, so over ten years, I want to say it was like thirty-six trillion dollars. Oh, so thirty-six apples. <laughs> trillion is a lot of money. That keeps thirty-six do- uh, doctors away. <laughs> Let's see what it said. Uh, Thirty-two point six trillion dollars over ten years. That's t- trillion with a T. Uh, the study found that U.S. healthcare spending would drop over time. It would drop over $300 billion lower by the year 2031, the Medicare for All plan supported by Senator Bernie Sanders. All I want is $1 million. For what? I don't know. Just retiring. You think you could retire on a million? Yeah. I couldn't retire on a million, at least today. Mm, I mean, I could maybe change my lifestyle a little bit. I'd have to cut off like a leg. Well, <laughs> a, a million plus what we currently have. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah. add a million to so get a million five. Get a code. <laughs> <laughs> That's a zero 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 five. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. How are we doing on time, though? Maybe one more. Oh, okay. Actually, um, I got the bad news and the good news. Okay, so scam news. I am a huge fan of the McDonald's Monopoly game. Are you guys familiar? Uh, I used to play that as a kid. Yeah, I love the Monopoly game. Bo, I see that you're here, a working man like myself. Johnny, hey, did you ever play Monopoly? Oh, yeah. I see you're also a working man like myself. And neither one of us is millionaires. You know why? Because it was a scam the whole time. What? And there was a, a guy, uh, he... I want a drink. Oh, yeah, I want those a lot, too. Okay. But the, so, you know, the, the Monopoly game, you get Park Place and Boardwalk, and you get like a million dollars or whatever. Okay. But they get there was a whole bunch of Park Places out there and very, very few yeah. Boardwalks. Right. There was a guy who worked security at the company that printed the Monopoly pieces, and he stole them all. And that's why, like, there were very, very few winners because this guy, maybe not them all, but lots of them. And he was, like, giving them out for his friends and family. He was, like, giving away Dodge Vipers, like, passing what? them to people. Yes, it was a whole scam, like, all the way through the 90s. How did they like awesome. catch this guy? They did recently. So what he did, he would uh, give the pieces to friends of friends. 
So he would give him like a twenty thousand uh, dollar, like the four railroads or whatever, or like the one railroad you couldn't yeah, get, yeah. the one that was hard to find. And then that person would kick him back like five grand, but he wouldn't give it to like anybody in his direct circle. He would give it to like a, that person's cousin in mm-hmm. some right, other state, right, right, right. and then they would kick him back some money. That's how they always catch those. Like there was a guy who scammed the lottery, and uh, he basically would that he wrote the software for the the scratch out tickets, and or was it yeah? But basically, whenever there was a a ticket that was printed on a certain day. He would know the numbers. Oh wow! So what he would do is he would tell someone he'd be like, "Here, you know, if you give me two hundred thousand dollars, I'll tell you the winning numbers of this day." Yeah, they, they, I think the story kind of went into that, and that's part of why, like, uh, you ever see on um, a contest or whatever, it's like no purchase necessary, like because they they the the scammer dude with the lotto, some type of the outcome from that law law case made it so that they had to start making it so that you didn't have to buy stuff. To, yeah, I see. Yeah, I think I've done that once before when I was when I was a child. I was like. I'll call you a bluff on that. So I sent them a letter saying, hey, i like a game piece, please. Uh-huh. And then they sent me a game piece. Yeah, it's a, a law. Okay, so there was an investigator named Dent. He started... Harvey invest- Dent? <laughs> I know, right? In 2000, with a mysteri- when a mysterious FBI informant claimed the McDonald's games had been rigged by an insider known as Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Per- this is a good. This is a good story. It is a good story. The uh, the person revealed that winners paid Uncle Jerry for stolen game pieces in various ways. The one million dollar winners, for example, passed the first fifty thousand dollar installment to Uncle Jerry in cash. Sometimes Uncle Jerry would demand cash up front, require, requiring winners to mortgage their homes and come up with the money. According to the informant, members of one close knit family in Jacksonville had claimed three one million dollar prizes in a Dodge Viper. So then also this, this story got real crazy. I won't talk too much about it, but like there was a mob boss involved. This what? dude from the Colombo family, like the, the Uncle Jerry ran into this this mobster at the uh, at the airport going to Atlantic City, and he was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Just striking the conversation, didn't know he was a mob boss. And then the mobster like opens up his suitcase full of hundred dollar bills. He's like, "I'm going to Atlantic City." So then the guy's like, "Oh yeah, you think you're something?" And he like slides him a, a Dodge Viper, <laughs> and they start doing crime together. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's awesome. It was so crazy. So, I would love to meet a mob boss. No, you room. wouldn't. Well, that just pull you into like a rabbit hole of just negative stuff. In your he's life. already doing crime. He's already yeah. stealing well, yeah. million dollars. So like, so he. But that's exciting, right? He <laughs> saved the mob boss a Dodge Viper piece. Um, the, the the mob boss sold the Viper because he was a big fat guy. He couldn't fit in it. But then he then the mob boss like used that money to open up a church that was a strip club at night. This whole story was crazy <laughs> <laughs> for like tax purposes. <laughs> Uh, okay, a well, that, church that was a strip club at night. They had to pray three hours a day in the daytime. That that's, was like the rule. <laughs> that's genius. You can't make that stuff up. I hope they make a movie out of this. This is this this story was wild. It really like they should make a Quincy Jones movie because he's insane. And also, this needs to be a movie too. All right, uh, I'll save all the rest right. for later. And that's the hot take news for all of us here at News Center Four. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Please uh, check us out on our Patreon page, Johnny. Patreon.com slash Junto Show. Uh, please leave us a five-star review in iTunes and whatever other uh, podcast app you found us that where you can leave a review. If you can, please leave us five stars. If you think we're a four-star podcast, that's great. You can write that underneath your five-star review. And uh, until then, we'll be back for the next time. Uh, I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. Thanks for listening.